What is conscious living? And is it truly possible to transform our lives with conscious living? Well, the answer is yes. So stay tuned for more details. to the Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. Your host is a certified executive coach and trainer with the passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you manage your life and your business at its best. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. I am your host and executive producer, Rhea Wolke, also known as Coach Rhea. So welcome to the show. As always, we like to start our show with setting our intention. My intention and the intention of having this show is to inspire transformation. I'd like to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life and in your business so you can live the fulfilled life that you desire. Last week, we had an amazing guest, we, um, the CEO and founder of Project Happiness, Ms. Randy Tehran, and she, we talked about happiness, and you know, of course, happiness means different things to different people, um, but you know, here on the show, we're always trying to really share some really helpful tips and information how to achieve optimum of everything, right? So it is really up to you to um, to use whatever information we provide here on the show. But our intention, my intention, is really to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. Here on the show, we invite experts, best-selling authors, and thought-provoking leaders to really share with us perspective, information, tips from their expertise, and from their knowledge with you here on the air. And you are welcome to contact them directly for more information. But if you'd like to know more about us and how we could be of service to you or to your business, please make sure you contact us. We would love to hear from you. You can always go to our website at yourlifenow.info and send us a request, send us a comment. You know, um, our email address will be there. So make sure you contact us and let us know how we can be of service to you. You know, Your Life Now LLC, it's a professional executive coaching training. We do a lot of public speaking, teaching in sales and marketing, and then also in PR. So if you have a special message and, and a message that you like to share with the world on a personal level or on a professional level, we would love to be of service to you and help you spread your positive message with the world. So again, for more detail, visit our website at www.yourlifenow.info. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about conscious living and how to achieve conscious living. It's really simple. I call it conscious living made easy. I will share with you a few helpful tips and some of the benefits that you can experience from living consciously. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for being here. And again, if you'd like to chat with us live on the air, it's 626-213-5773. 
626-213-5773. We'll be right back. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. and welcome back. You are listening to Your Life Now show where your life and your business matter. Matter. <laughs> welcome, welcome. So glad you guys are here. We are live on the air today and uh, um, hashtag to throw, throw back Thursday and I always like to say let's just stay in the now and, and focus on the now instead of back yesterday or back Thursday. But it's always kind of really nice to uh, recognize some great moments that really made us feel good. That's what I think, you know. Um, so welcome back. Um, last week we had a great guest for you guys, uh, Miss uh, Randy Tehran. She is the CEO and founder of, your, of uh, um, sorry about that, Project Happiness. And uh, she shared a lot of great information with us. So, of course, we talked about happiness and how to really kind of achieve a little bit more greater happiness. And, you know, happiness can be defined in so many different um, ways. It depends on the person itself. So there is nothing, you know, I, I always say there is no one size fits all for everything, right, for anyone to that say. Today we're going to be um, talking about conscious living. Um, you know, this is something that I, I uh, practice myself. I actually um, write down in my journal. I teach it to my clients, and even when I do speaking, I talk about it. Um, and uh, it's very, very, very important. Um, coming from a corporate background in sales, primarily, um, in that sense, I um I know how like you know you need to really be conscious of you know of of uh, um what you're offering and learn more about it so you can stay focused so you can you know make your goal you know reach your quota for for sales and uh, but what about our everyday life you know how conscious are we from the moment we get up to the moments that we go to bed um, do we remember how we got from A to B. Do you remember what we saw when we drove from home to work or from home to the grocery store or from home or back and forth? Did we notice anything? Or are we just on autopilot, just moving along life, not really truly living it, is just existing? Um, you know, this is something I, uh, um, because I practice it and I see the benefit of it, I always like to share, you know, the information, the insights that I find on a personal level and how it's really affected me um, personally and professionally. And it's a huge deal, huge, you know, um, things you can actually uh, notice and, and experience and benefit from when you start living consciously, when you actually deliberately conscious of your Pretty much, I want to say, at least your daily life, if not in every moment. And, you know, it takes a practice. And, you know, some people say, like, some people are born to be that way. Well, you know, I mean, I think we all evolve and we all grow. So to make a statement like that, I say, I think that's a pretty, pretty generic and pretty lame <laughs> statement to say that, you know, oh, some of us, we have it and some people don't have it. We all do have it if we exercise that 
power within us, the power, you know, um, tuning in inward and, 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 you know, focusing our energy inward and really kind of start to focus on our everyday life and what really had happened in our life. You know, I mean, if you ask the question, you know, um, what is, what does living consciously mean? Well, it can mean it's a very genetic and very general statement, right? Not genetic, but it's a very general uh, broad term, um, which, you know, I mean, I try to like, you know, try to make it a little bit more simplifying things by, you know, relating to different things that we do um, in our um, in our daily life. So, you know, if I like take an example, if I have an appointment with, with a client or, you know, if you have an appointment with um, potential client or prospect or anything like that, you know, so most of the time, you know, the effective sales you know, uh, trainer, I mean, salespeople will know that they should be prepped for it. So when they, you know, they know their material, they know what they sell and they know what they pitch in, they know about their clients or potential, their prospect, their potential client, they better suited and they more um, uh, suited to actually be able to make that the, the close the sale or even, you know, um, make a, a new relationship that could be potentially, you know, beneficial in the future if it's not now. But if you don't have all these specific and all these conscious, you know, information that you have about that prospect, you're most likely you're going to go in there and you just cannot not be ready and you're not going to be able to close the deal. Well, this is in business, this is professionally, but what about our daily life? When you get up and you go out in your own day, you drop off your kids or you go to the grocery store or you go to work and you just really not consciously, you know, I mean, I, how many times you actually, let me, let me take it back a little bit here. How many times you have um, asked someone, how is your day? And what do you, what's the answer most of the time? If you think about that. Well, for my experience, <clears throat> that when I ask that question to somebody, even somebody in my own, you know, household, you know, how was your day? Well, it's just like yesterday. Well, I'm sure it was not like yesterday. I'm sure there was a plenty of things that you can actually recognize that has happened that is different from yesterday if you are really living consciously. So the term that the genetic term that we constantly just say like, oh, yeah, you know, it just, you know, it's not too bad or it was just another day, or it was just like yesterday, that means we're really not living consciously. So what does it mean, and how can we actually start doing that, and why do we want to do that? Why do we want to start living consciously? Well, here's, here's a big why we really need to be conscious of our life, because we can be a little bit more in control of every decision, of the things that happens in our life, the things that we can actually handle and control in our life. We are more likely to be in control of that if we're conscious about it, if we are aware of the choices, if we are aware of our habits, our behaviors, the things that we do on a daily basis, and the better off, and here's, here's the key here to actually start practicing living consciously, is to write things down. So when you practice, you know, throughout your day to conscious living, notice something. I mean, you know, we might, you might not be able to do it at the first time if you just tend to be like every other person that, you know, 
you know, average person who just go on with their life <clears throat> doing things without really thinking about it. They just train to do things. It's like your subconscious mind already knows the things that you need to do for that day. You, that your subconscious mind knows that you need to get out of bed <clears throat> in the morning, brush your teeth, take, you know, whatever habits, whatever behaviors that you already have the day before, you just consciously, I mean, subconsciously, you do them without even thinking about it. But what if you actually try to change something out of that habit that, um, <clears throat> pardon me, my voice today. Um, what if you can change just a small something to throw yourself off to see if you actually notice it? What if you get out of bed instead of getting out of the bed from your life? I don't know. This is like very simple, very, like very, very simple, just small practices that you can consciously just do and, and see the difference here. See how you feel when if you get out of bed from the right versus the left or if you brush your teeth with your right hand versus the left hand. How does it feel? Does it feel uncomfortable? Sometimes it does. Sometimes you feel off. Or sometimes you say, you know, people say, oh, you know, I get off out of the wrong side of bed. You've heard that before, right? I know I have. But what does that mean? That means we just kind of allow things to just happen, right? But what if we can change something? That means we actually consciously, deliberately, telling our subconscious mind, no, I'm going to teach you something new. I would like to test. I'm right-handed. And I like to see how I can do brushing my teeth with my left hand. It might take me longer, but I like to see if I can do this. So that's a deliberate decision. But these are not like things that are making a huge changes in your life. But it is mentally, it does, because your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between a small task and large task. It just learns by habit. So the more you do things, the more your subconscious mind, more likely to learn that habit, and it becomes your way of life. You know, some say it takes 21 days. I'm, I don't have a psychology major, my background, but I have enough certification that I can tell you. And, of course, interviewing some of the best, you know, um, leader in, 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 in the, uh, um, the field of psychology and behavior is telling you that the, the, what we teach our subconscious mind, it's what we do, consciously or not consciously, it's getting stored in our subconscious mind. But what if we actually deliberate, consciously deliberate of the information that we feed our subconscious mind? Wouldn't you think this actually has a different outcome as a result of that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Try to put it to the test. Find things. I mean, one of the, one of the greatest things about you know, living consciously for me is feelings. Right? If I'm just aware of my feeling on a daily basis, just how I'm feeling, like I stop throughout the day and I just like literally just check with myself, either by, you know, the simple way that I have learned it is just to ask the question, mentally ask the question, how am I feeling right now? What am I doing right now? So the answer it's there, right? So you know you have that answer. It's really stored in your subconscious mind. Every feeling, every thought, everything that you put in, it's getting stored in your subconscious mind. So what happened from that information is you telling your subconscious mind, you know, how am I feeling? Asking the question. And, you know, it's just like, oh, crap, I feel lousy. Or, you know, some people know that they feel lousy, right? And then you can ask yourself, again, this is part of living consciously. Why? 
Am I feeling lousy? What's going on? Right? So now you are a little bit more deliberate. You're more specific as far as you find it about yourself, learning more about yourself. Because I think knowledge is so important, knowledge of who we truly are, not what anybody else wants us to be, not to be programmed by external, external forces. I mean, here is like really huge effect on most people who are living unconsciously. They are living by external forces, whether subliminal messages that was fed to them through, you know, whether advertisement, news feed, people that they hang out with, their, their network, the people that they work with, the people that is just negative, negative influences that determining your outcome, your life. So that's when we call it unconscious living, right? Because we, we have no say about it because we are so controlled by these external influences. But what happens? What happens if we can find some stillness? What happens if we can turn inward and start documenting things about ourselves? What do you think would happen? Think about that. And I'll let you be the answer. I'll let you help answer that question. If we just start doing these simple things, you know, and, and start like, um, I mean, for me, and of course, I'm, a, I'm an executive coach, and, and uh, um, I've been doing this for quite a while. And I can tell you, I'm always learning. I learn something new every single day. Um, and my intention is to learn something new every single day. So it really just comes, you know, comes fruition for me, you know, because something shows up and I'm like, oh, I'd like to read more about this. And I like to question it at this point because information comes to us from all different sources. So it's not like we have a lack of information. You being here, you know, listening to what I'm, what I'm, you know, sharing with you doesn't mean, you know, like you can apply everything that I say to you and not, you know, you got to question it. Does this work for you? How often have you been, you know, living consciously or unconsciously? You probably can be teaching me something new, Right. But the, the question here is, what are we doing on a daily basis? And why are we doing it? How are we feeling? Are we living the life that we really want to live? How successful are we? How successful are we in our relationships, business-wise and personal? You know, I, I love this. Uh, um, I posted this not too long ago for you know my Facebook friends. Hey guys, hope you ch- you know join us. Um, it's really not the size of your audience that matter. It's really your relationship, of course, that you have with your audience that matters the most. But also, what matters the most is who you surround yourself with, right? How influenced are you? By other people. I mean, it's it's uh, it's crazy that I, you know, I mean, it sounds like a little um, maybe unrealistic to to say for some people. You know, I think I'm I'm saying something that is, you know, but is really truly is fact for me. For me, for me, I'm not saying it's fact for anybody else, but for me, it's not easy for me to be influenced by others because. I have grown myself to be the person I am through a lot of adversity and challenges, and and I got to where I am by making my own decisions. 
I made a lot of bad decisions, but I also appreciate those decisions, even the ones that were not so good that I had made um, because they got me where I am today. But I recognize them, right? But I feel when somebody trying to influence me in any certain way, I need to like really tune in inward and just see if this is a match for who I truly am. And you know what? The fact I, I love um, Dr. Eldon Taylor, you know, he posted on Facebook. Um, he's a New York State, New York um, bestselling author, um, Dr. Eldon Taylor. He posted about, you know, the fact that, you know, people are, um, if you don't agree with the, with them, you know, that they don't want to be your friend or what, you know, but truly, I think, you know what, I think it's okay, you know, because you don't have to agree with somebody to be their friend. I think if you really think about it, you try to focus your energy inward and understand the value of yourself. If you can take the time to have, to, to love yourself more and look outward to those you know, um, you know, for, for to, to make sure that you feel confident about yourself enough that you can just look outward and love the person next to you, even for their own differences. That's okay. We don't have to be the same. We are not the same. That's what we call an individual. But part of conscious living is really understanding our relationships as well. So a lot of different things that we can practice to get us to learn to start living consciously. It's finding that little stillness sometimes. You know, I, I find it to be very, very um, rewarding for me spiritually. Like my soul feels like, you know, it's just like writing things down, telling yourself or even record it. You know, you feel like you want to just say it out loud and you don't want anybody to be judging you for what you're saying or whatever. That's okay. Do whatever it takes to make you feel that you can look at it or you can listen to what you said and just find the, you know, where you need to start doing more to change if it's something that you don't like. Perhaps by, you know, um, understanding yourself, understanding your value, right? And you understand that, you know, when you take in a certain, certain steps, when you take in certain action. When you, when you, you know, stand out as a leader, when you, when you do good in, in the world, but you're not expecting anything back, you're doing it because you're doing it on purpose because you are consciously thinking about it, right? So living consciously, it's not a difficult thing to do. It's a really a matter of a choice, I think, honestly. And I think it is your choice. I, after all, after I always say it's your life, so why don't you live it your way, your desire, whatever it is. But I'm here for those who are listening to the show and they're interested to learn about, you know, living consciously. That's what this show is about. But you know what? I mean, you might be content living your life that way. And some people, they don't really need to dig in. They don't want to dig in deeper in their own conscious to actually make decision because they're afraid of making decision. And here again, the part of our emotion, which is the fear part, which is according to um, the barefoot doctor, Stephen Russell, uh, he, he said, everything is love. You know, it all comes from love, even fear. And, you know, to, to, I never thought about it before he said that, but now that I, he said that and I thought about it more, it makes kind of sense. 
because it's all love. I think our fear comes, you know, because we love ourselves and we don't want to get hurt or we don't want to, you know, make wrong decision, right? Right? So that makes sense. But when you look beyond that, when you actually blueprint your path, your goal, your intention in your in your life, you realize that you cannot get there on a conscious living. You get there by living consciously, by deliberately understanding your barriers, your obstacles, understanding what gets in your way, and then finding ways to navigate through those barriers and obstacles so you can get to where you want to get and live the life that you wish to live. You know, I mean, again, I, I think uh, um, I find it to be amusingly, you know, it, it just, I see it all the time. I, I learned from actually from living consciously. And I get a still long way to, you know, to go. I, I keep practicing, I you know, sharpen my skills and my conscious, you know, living to make sure that I am not allowing things in my subconscious mind that I don't want it to be there. Because everything that we do, Everything, every action, everything that comes from there, right? It's what the information, you learn how to walk, right? You learn how to walk, and you walk. You don't think about it, right? You learn how to talk, and you talk. You don't think about it. Eating, same way. Drinking, doing all these things. These are routine things, that information that has been stored in your subconscious mind. So yes, you know, when we were young and we were we, we had no ability to learn on our own. We had somebody else take our hand and teach us how to walk, how to talk, how to eat, how to do the things that we need to do as a human, right? And then we go to school and we learn in school and even though I don't really necessarily support a lot of the you know, the the way we teach our kids these days. Um, because it's not even in there. Like everything is just basically it's this way or no other way, right? We need to open creativity, innovation, and teach our kids also to start living consciously. It's very, very important that we start practicing this. So fear could be an obstacle for us, right? But the fear can also be lack of information. Lack of supported information. What do I mean by that? So when you actually afraid to make decision and you just let someone else do make the decision for you and and you just go on with your life, not even think about it, you know, you get to the stoplight, you don't even look around, you know where you're going, that's all you care about, right? Well, I hope most of the time unless all these distractions <laughs> that happens on the road. But the bottom line is here is the fact that we really it's very simple to change these habits by repeated them by actually practicing them and realizing our fear comes from lack of information so if you're afraid of making a decision ask yourself what are you afraid of that's a simple question right and again i think it's all about asking the question asking the question that pertain to you not someone else you how you feel? Why do I feel like this? Why someone else making decision? Am I not capable of making decisions? Maybe I do need that. So young kids, they can make decisions on their own because they rely on their parents 
on their caretaker to help them through making those decisions. And that's fine. But when we get to being adults and we are responsible for our own decisions, for our own life, I think we owe it to ourselves to be consciously and deliberately making some decisions, especially the ones that we have control of, right? So I guess the key is also to take responsibility, right? So take responsibility, asking ourselves, you know what? I made bad decision. I'm afraid to make decision because of this, because of that, because of, you know, okay. Well, now we're getting somewhere. We really do understand that there is actually some hope on the other side, right? If we can identify all the issues, all the barriers, all the obstacles that stopping us from living the life that we desire, so why can we just find the solutions then, right? It's easy. But that also comes, again, from being consciously, deliberately, and that's part of conscious living. See, I, I you know, I, I shared this so many times on the show, and some people might not, you know, again, this is, doesn't mean, like, it fits everyone. But, you know, I mean, just sharing information with you and, you know, pick and choose the things that you might think it will be helpful for you to try to practice and see if it actually gets you to, you know, a little bit more deliberate. You know, I mean, like I, I, I do meditation in the morning before I actually I do it in bed before I get out of bed about 10 minutes. My eyes close. I, I do um, the countdown. I try to, like, you know, deliberately, you know, think about my, my but the positive way, of course, you know, this is how I want this, like, through affirmations maybe, through some conscious, you know, um, re- realization of, of your ability to accomplish something. I, I like to, I mean, for me, of course, as, a, as a, also a business advisor, I make sure that, you know, that all the stuff that I need to do for that day is on my calendar. My calendar is synced everywhere. So I am really deliberate here, right? My day is deliberate. I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. And I make sure, you know, that list is a priority list, right? Because if we just to-do list, again, we just kind of like doing things. And most of the time, those to-do lists never get accomplished, the whole thing, unless you have a very short to-do list for your day. But let's face it, so what happened is we get under stress. We become stressful. And, I mean, let's face it, I think pharmaceutical companies make it a huge lot of money on those anti-depression depression and anti-anxiety drugs that most people are on or on therapy or whatever it is. But you know what? The key is maybe you do need it, and I'm not condoning any of this stuff. I've been there. I've done it. I've taken, you know, medication. I was in college. I had no, I mean, you know, I was just a student. I had my first anxiety attack. I thought I was having a heart attack. I had no idea what's going on with me. So when I went to, you know, they rushed me to the hospital, they said, well, you know, just breathe in the bag and you'll be okay. I'm like, what the heck is that supposed to mean? They said, well, you just had an anxiety attack. And it was my first anxiety attack. But I was under stress, you know, with school and, me, you know, for me, because language barrier and, you know, doing my – um my higher education and all these things. I mean, it was, it was a lot of stress for me. And, uh, um, you know, it was the easy way to cope with that and deal with my everyday. It was to numb it. So I would start taking anxiety, you know, pills for a long time. Till I finally 
you know, felt I am not these medication. I'm not, you know, I'm actually more and I can actually not only, you know, um, get rid of my anxiety attack, which thank God it's, you know, 15 years and, and going strong. I have not had one. And I used to think people would never understand what is it like to have an anxiety attack. So when people tell me, it's like, oh, my God, I just had an anxiety attack. I'm like, have you tried to write things down and just ask yourself, how did you feel? And just try to work on these, you know, things that were really um, brought up that anxiety. You, if you could start dealing with these things, you eventually will do not, you would not need to have those medications unless, you know, it's, it's a serious situation. So this is all, again, individuals, you know, like everybody is different. So whatever works for you might not work for someone else. But I'm just sharing with you some of the things that I know for myself had worked for me and some of the things that I start doing by living consciously, by starting meditation, meditating, by, by, by finding some inner, you know, um, uh, stillness to just kind of like tune in with myself, check in with myself, write things down. And take the next step forward to, you know, to do something that is actually, uh, um, you know, better for me. I'm going to take a short break and when we come back, um, we will continue and I will share with you some of the benefits of actually start living consciously. All right. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. about the new things we are working on to make your life now radio show the place where you can learn and share your message with the world for more detail on how you and all your business can participate and get involved schedule a free call with Cotria at meetme.so forward slash Cotria and I'll be more than happy to share with you how we can help you and your business by sharing you, your business, and your message with the world. Whether your world is local or global, we have great solutions and ideas for you. For more information, contact us at www.yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. Hello, my friends, and welcome back. You are listening to Your Life Now show. I am your host, Rhea Wilkie, also known as Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for joining us. We are talking about um, conscious living and um, some of the simplest steps that we can take to change, you know, our habits so we become more consciously um, living consciously, <laughs> right? And uh, um, I shared with you some of, before the break, some of the things that I do myself that seem to help and recognizing, you know, how you feel, you know, the, the negative influences around you. That's really, really important. So, you know, try to identify the negative influences and the barriers, the obstacles that are stopping you, the things that are happening. Are they true? Are you lacking information? Or, you know, just find out and write them down. Write these things down. But I can tell you two things that you can start doing right now that doesn't even require for you to write anything down. Stop watching television, <laughs> especially the news, you know, stop, stop, stop. I mean, I have stopped doing that. I mean, there is no way people say, well, you know, I don't want to be, um, um, uh, I guess, 
not knowing what's going on. There is no way in today's society you cannot find out what's going on. Anywhere you go, the information travels so fast. So no matter, even if you don't watch the TV and you don't watch the news, you might hear it on social media. You might hear it here and there. I can tell you, I mean, I know we're in the midst of our um, making history in, in, <laughs> in the election this year. And I can tell you, I stopped watching this stuff after a while because there was so much negativity that I was like done with it. I'm like, we need a leader that takes us forward. We need somebody who can actually make us move forward, right? So to me, that's, that's how I look at it. Um, so, you know, I say again, stop, you know, negative, uh, um, identify them first, recognize what they are and get rid of them. And then, you know, the path of least resistance, this is, this is something it's, 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 uh, um, because, you know, we really are standing our way, you know, don't resist. If you don't have enough information, find out, Learn more. And, you know, I mean, there's so much pressure, so much competition. There's so much like, you know, there was some, there was a funny post, pardon me again, that I saw on, uh, I think, I don't know, Instagram, Facebook, that said, um, you know, about like, you know, living your life, your pretended life on, on, on online, right? Your social media, um, you know, and then why don't you actually live it, right? To the point is like, you know, make it reality, but there is the pressure, the pressure wanted to be better than someone else, the pressure of like competing with someone else instead of like learning how to collaborate or, 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 or like, you know, appreciate the differences that we have and then understand, you know what, we are not in competition. You're not there to validate yourself to anybody. You are your unique self. And you know what, for me, honestly, this might sound a little, you know, I I am who I am. That's all I can tell you. You love me. You hate me. I love you. <laughs> you know, I have no, you know, um, harsh feeling toward anybody. And I feel there is a plenty for all of us. And I truly do because I experience it. I know it does happen. And it is fact for me. Again, okay, for me. So, you know, find your path of least resistance. Become more independent and be you. It's okay. It's really okay to be you. There is nobody, no, I know there is no better, no one else I would rather be but me. I took a trip to um, Europe, uh, you know, less than a month ago. I just came back actually less than a month ago. And I visited two countries. I mentioned that in my last episode with the um, CEO of Project Happiness. And uh, three cities. And I traveled by myself and I actually documented a lot of insights and I will be sharing that as soon as I get all the stuff together. But one of the things that I realized, you know, I was, before I went to Europe, I was like doing some research about, you know, women traveling, you know, um, alone and how you're supposed to look and how you're supposed to, you know, so, you know, stand out and you don't offend anybody. You know what? There was so much unrealistic and not, you know, unrealistic, untrue statements that I found online that did not exist when I was in Europe. And here's why I'm saying that. Because, you know, I always have my own style. People just say, oh, you know, try this on. I'm like, you know what? I always like to incorporate my own 
self in anything that I do, even the clothes that I wear, even the makeup I do, the hair, everything, it's me. I'm not trying to copy anybody else because I don't even, you know, it, it doesn't even occur to me to think about like that because I've always been independent because I've always been that person that just realized there is no better person than yourself, right? Well, in your own eye should be first, it should be you. You can have positive influencer, influencer, any influencer in your life, but your first one should be yourself. So anyway, to make the story long, <laughs> I, you know, I was like, you know, okay, I, you know, maybe I shouldn't be wearing this. Maybe I shouldn't be wearing that. And when I was there, I just found myself to be so free. I honestly felt so free. I just wore what Rhea wears. I just get out the way I get, you know, I normally get out. I didn't do anything specific because I was in a different country or a different place. I was me and I was proud to be me. Confident, my head's held high, and confident to be the person that I am. Maybe sometime it comes out strong, but that's the way I am. And that's why I said I am who I am. You love me, you know, or you don't care for me. That's, you know, it's obviously your choice. But I do care for me. So what really interesting about the trip and how the insight that I found out, it was couple actually. I, you know, I do know Spanish, but, you know, but... To run us through conversation, you know, um, fluently, I might have some struggles with it. So I'm constantly like, you know, trying to figure it away and understand and what's it, what I'm saying and everything. But one of the things, because I walked and walked and walked. Everywhere I went, I was walking. And I did a lot of walking and I loved it because I felt so good um, about, you know, everything that I've done. And uh, I felt great. I enjoyed my own company. I had the best time ever. But what the inside that I found, I was one time walking in one of the cities in Spain, and uh, I, I needed to get some directions. I knew where my hotel is, and I knew if I walk through, you know, cross the, I mean, not, you know, the side of the river, if I just keep doing that, I can get there, you know. Um, I realized how far it is, and it was really, really hot. And I just said to myself, I was like, you know what, I can do this. I'm not taking a cab, and I'm going to walk. But I just wanted to confirm that I can, you know, do some shortcuts and stuff. So I asked somebody, in, and I was about, like, literally 15 miles away. <laughs> and you think I'm crazy to walk that? And I actually did walk it. And so anyway, so... um so I was asking somebody, I'm like, you know, do you know, not specifically the hotel, I was just saying, like, you know, if I walk through, can I get to that area, which is like, you know, common area, whatever. And uh, um, the lady, they were both from England, and they spoke English. Um, and uh, so anyway, so she was telling me, she said, aren't you staying in that area, whatever, you know? And, uh, of course, you know, because I don't want to tell people where I'm staying or whatever. I was just trying to get a reference to places. So I'm not telling people where I am, you know, staying just for my safety because I don't know them. They're stranger to me, right? So anyway, so she actually pinpoint where I actually am staying. Not the hotel, but literally the area. And, uh, and I said, wow, that's amazing that you actually, you know, noticed me, right? And you know what she said? She said to me, she said, I noticed your confidence. I noticed how you're, 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 you're walking with your head, you know, held high. You, 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 like, there was no fear. There was nothing. You were just, like, doing your thing and, and just, 
you know. Um, of course, you know, for me, I, I never forget a face. And, of course, I would never forget them because I had the conversation with them. But then for them to actually notice me, that's a conscious living, too. They actually noticed me. But it was another, you know, um, instant, a different city where a young woman had also, um, I had asked her for something and uh, it was at a restaurant or something like that. And I happened to see her at, uh, um, at, at uh, one of the um, attraction places. And I was taking a video, so I wasn't really looking around me. And I see this woman tapping on my shoulder. And she actually was living in a different city when I saw her. And uh, she came to me. She said, I remember you. I remember you. So the point of the, the story here, just be yourself. Take that whoever you are and be proud of it. And start doing things that, you know, that, that, to free you from, from, from any influence on the outside, especially the negative one. And, and turn that autopilot off. Turn it off. You're not a mechanic. You're not an airplane. Turn it off. We need to start living our life, not just existing. And I think this is very, very simple steps that we can do to actually, you know. And then one of the other things, um, evaluate what's important to you. I think one of the, the best things I always say, I know I'm throwing at you a lot of things, so I do encourage you to go back and listen um, to the show and, and, and share it with other people. But one of the things, that really makes it very simple for us to kind of evaluate and start consciously making decision and deliberate decision and, and practice conscious living is to understand what is important to us. You know, remember I talked about the priority list instead of to-do list? Well, make yourself a diagram, you know, and, 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 and put it on your, in your notebook. If you don't journal, you don't write things down, I highly, highly, don't use a computer, use your journal. So you can, you know, do graphic. I mean, I know, like, I have the, the, the Surface uh, Pro, and I love it because I can draw on it and all these things, and I can be creative. But I like paper and pen for me. So let's find what works for you. It doesn't matter if you prefer to use the PC or your, your Mac or whatever. Do that. But just write things down. Do a diagramic of the things that are most important to you. Like, do I mean, we used to call the... the, the um, the pie of life, right? Like, you know, and, and try to make the, the things that are important to you and make the section based on the size of the section of that pie based on its importance. Make sense? If you can picture that, um, life being as a pie and that's your life and you draw that big circle and, you know, like what happened with a pie, you cut slices, right? So when you are actually putting in that pie, the things that are important to you, make sure you give them the size that appropriate for their importance to you, for their priority to you, right? Whether, you know, writing, your, your, your family, your social value, learning, studying, what is, what is important to you? And then, you know, try to incorporate some of these things in your daily life. And like I said, do some practices as far as, you know, watching yourself, you know, being consciously, deliberately doing things. And just say, wow, wow. I, I, I do this all the time. Sometimes it freaks me out. But it's so cool to actually witness yourself doing something. And you actually being consciously alert of the process itself. 
And then, you know, distraction comes and goes. You know, remember, I'm an executive coach, so this is like something that I teach all the time, even in sales. Don't get distracted. Turn off the noise. Like, if you're working on something, I mean, I see, like, for me, like, I work on a PC a lot, right? So what I do, I try to close off all browsers, everything else, except the things that I'm working on. Even my email, nothing running in the background that's going to pop up and distract me. My phone, if I'm working on something that is important for me, my phone is on vibrate or my phone could be off. So it depends on how important how, you know, your phone to be on for you. You know, you make that decision. But these are distractions. And the mostly is like social media distraction. How crazy is that? I can tell you when I went, I mean, I know I posted a lot from Spain um, and from Portugal when I was, you know, traveling to share some moments and stuff like that. But I definitely did not go back and check on things. And I'm like, okay, you know, did somebody like this? How many likes did I get? How many followers do I have? That's not the point. You sharing something because of the whatever it is that you wanted to share, right? Not because you're trying to compete or validate with someone else. And that's the way I look at it. You know, I mean, there's a time and place for everything where you acknowledge somebody's, you know, for their kind, you know, um, a comment or, or liking or something like that. Yes, but don't make it your daily habit to consciously be on the, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's really crazy how out of, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's crazy how much like we get so much wrapped in into social media. I don't want to get into that. That's a different show for a different time. But the key is to actually start thinking about the things that you're doing every day and why you're doing them. And maybe, you know, it's okay. And you know what? Again, this is for you or not for you. I mean, obviously, if you're here listening to my show, you know what, you know, the show is all about. So you are on board. So here are some of the things that you can do that I shared with you. But some of the great benefits, you know, of, of really being, living consciously, it's the ability to start, you know, being like more like dependent on yourself, learning to focus. You are so focused, so focused. One of the, the books that I, I mean, I say that book so many times, it was written, I think, in 1910 by Charles Honnell, I think that's his name, um, The Master Key System. So in that book, um, Charles had divided the, the exercise into 26 weeks. And uh, in those 26 weeks, he takes you through uh, a meditation uh, practices that you can to teach you how to be focused and how to be consciously living and, and practicing, you know, to stay in focus and, and deliberate. Because the more you teach your brain consciously, knowing what's going on, the information it's receiving, because it's receiving information constantly. We talked about that, whether you know that or not the gatekeeper is like so easy right it's not you know like all right whatever so they're not conscious that's okay we'll just let it go we'll let it pass go go i wish like that happened when we used to be in sales when i used to be in direct sales and i have to go see a client and i have to go through <laughs> the gatekeeper my challenge was to sell the gatekeeper so i can get through to these decision, you know, um, maker, to the CEO or the CFO or whoever it is for, for, for the project that I was trying to sell. But I can tell you one thing. I think, you know, when you, when you find yourself so focused, 
oh my god the the the, the amount of 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 uh, innovation like the the i think i got so creative for me because now i'm focused on okay i mean i can do this and i start i go and i go and i go and i go and i feel like oh my god the more i'm focused on it the better i'm getting at it so that's a great benefit and not as to mention you know making better decisions that's so great Becoming more independent. You don't need to be dependent on anyone else. And you become less stressed and more relaxed. It really does. Because, I mean, now you're not worrying about it because you know you you most likely, again, it depends on the situation or decision or the goal or whatever it is that you consciously taking care of. If you have it in your control to do that, it takes the stress out. So now you're more relaxed. These are only few of these benefits. I think you should be the judge of that. And I believe that, um, that you know, with the, right, um, with the right attitude, with the right, you know, I don't know what to tell you guys except, you know, just try. Try something that you know might be able to help you or not try it. But you got to owe yourself to actually Try something different. After all, it is your life. So why don't you live it your way? So, um, you know, one more thing I just wanted to guys encourage you, you know, here in the U.S., you guys go out and vote. Vote, 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 right? Next Tuesday. Um, that's conscious living, right? you making a decision. you choosing your next leader. Even though if they don't get elected, you make the decision. And I think that's a great practice. So I really, really do encourage you guys to um, to vote. And uh, um, make sure you contact me. I'd love to hear from you guys. I'd love to hear what you what's going on with you. And, and you know, I'm sure there's so much plenty that we can help you with. And uh, um, remember, if you have any positive message or you'd like to share anything with us here on the air, make sure you contact us. And you can go to um, your life now dot info and uh, submit your um, your request or you know anything that you need us to help you with. All right. So until next time, be amazing. Much love. Just one more thing. It takes collaboration, mutual agreements, and action to make the impossible possible. So go out there and celebrate who you are and join hands and make the impossible possible. Until next time, my friends, make sure you position yourself and your business always for success. Be present. Look for insight. Take action. Take a small step. Evaluate what you are doing. And remember where you are so you know where you are heading. Stay amazing. Much love to all.